Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome in to uh, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh, you know, this is kind of a new voice. You might have heard me on the DFS and Dynasty pod, but, uh, you know, a lot of the guys are busy. So my name is Steve Spacritelli. If you've listened to that pod, you've heard my voice over there. Uh, and I'm filling in for these guys today. And here I'm uh, with Jimmy Maverick. You may have heard him uh, last week uh, with Christian Brito, uh, kind of talking about uh, his website and uh, his draft tool that he utilizes uh, to basically really just develop uh, customized uh, lists for your drafts and really kind of help you take your, your draft and your team to that next level uh, to win you some championships. So, Jimmy, welcome to the show. Um, hey, thank you, you very tell much. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your uh, tool that you have there. Well, I am uh, just a guy who loves fantasy football and uh, I, I was just so passionate about it, but I was frustrated by the whole preseason draft prep process. I, I felt this very disjointed. It's very time intensive. And for me, it, it didn't matter how much time I spent, you know, going to websites, researching stats, looking at projections, looking at different aspects about players and all that sort of stuff. It, I would make critical mistakes on on draft day that would ultimately doom my team from getting that elusive championship. So I went ahead and I decided, well, I, if I can't find it, I'm going to make it myself. And so um, I have a website called Fantasy Football Maverick, and I created this app. It's called My Perfect Fantasy Draft, and it allows you to build a fully customized draft list in just a matter of minutes, and it's absolutely going to help you on draft day with finding the right players at each and every point in your draft. And we're going to set it up real quick because we got a draft starting here in 50 seconds. We are picking fourth in a 12-team league. So when you log into my app, it just asks you three questions to set it up. So the first question is, how does your league score points? Uh, we're going to do this as a standard points draft today. So we're going to click standard points. Do you want to engage Jimmy's recommended player filters? We're going to go ahead and say yes. And what this does is this gets rid of what I consider the riskiest players on your draft. We can go over those a little bit later to show you exactly what filters are engaged. Um, uh, and then do you want to enter draft mode? Yes, we do. So you just have to enter in the size of your league, which is a 12-team league. Our draft position is number four. So let's go ahead and enter draft mode so you can see the player list right here. You got position filters right here, and then it just pops in this section. This is the draft mode section, and these tabs represent each round of your draft. So we just need to click on the first round. We have recommendations down below it, so we can actually just minimize the recommendations. Um, and you can see that it is recommending Zeke Elliott, Todd Gurley, or Devontae Adams with our fourth overall pick. What do you think of those options, and which one do you think you would be uh, most likely to choose or maybe go outside that list? What are you thinking? Well, Zeke, obviously, there's a lot of concern with him right now. Uh, I do expect him to play this year. It just depends at what point. Todd Gurley, uh, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, at what level he'll be able to go. Uh, I, I think Gurley will be a good pick, especially in standard, because, you know, I, I know you and Brito went over this a little bit in the recording that you guys did, but, you know, yeah, if he does see a little bit less volume, you have to look at the the touchdowns with him. And Devontae Adams, I guess I can see that because of the amount of touchdowns that he's put up uh, in the last couple of years. And he did finally crack that 1,000-yard season. So either one of those guys would be a good pick uh, in, in my mind. I don't know if I would go that much farther outside of that. I, I actually went for Gurley because we ran out of time. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, I mean, right now, Zeke, the whole uncertainty situation with his contract um, just really puts a damper as to if I want to spend this early pick on some guy that might miss a few weeks because uh, that has a huge impact on his value. Now, my app hasn't adjusted for him missing any games yet, but let's see what happens. Can they get a deal done? Is he going to show up at camp? Those are going to be big tells as to whether or not he's really going to be worth it. So we did take Gurley uh, in the, in, with our first overall pick, and then all we need to do on the app 
we just jumped to round number two, tab number two. And so it is recommending uh, in this, ad, well, a couple of tight ends if we wanted to go that route. George Kittle, Zach Ertz, Marlon Mack, the running back, if we wanted to go running back, running back on this, uh, on this list. Um, I typically like to go wide receiver, actually, in the second round. Um, there are a couple of players available. Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans are both long shots. That what this, that's what this little gun icon means. So their chances of making it to us are less than 50-50. But then we do have Adam Thielen, who is um, currently well considered a reach for this round. Um, but, uh, boy, I got to say, if Tyreek Hill made it to us, that'd be amazing because his value is great. Mike Evans, also very good value at this point. His value rank is 23, and we're at pick 21. Um, do you have any particular preference? What, where, where do you like to go in the second round? I mean, it just, it just depends on, on where it's available. And standard, I'm a very big fan of uh, building up the running back position. I mean, Julio Jones is even still out there. Granted, he doesn't see a lot of touchdowns. Uh, and, uh, you know, standard format, I'm really looking at touchdowns, and I'm looking at those opportunities. And Marlon Mack's one of those guys. on Johnson's another name uh, that I'm kind of high on this year. Um, and but, Johnson, I, I also like him here. He, he's well-rated, but, again, he is a long shot. So his chances of making it to pick 21 right now, 50-50 is, is what I'm putting it at. But he is still on the board. He's right there. Tyreek's right there. I would love to get Tyreek. Um, you know, I always like to balance out my, my team by going, you know, elite running back in the first round and elite, ty- elite wide receiver in the second round. Um, and that allows me to, to relax and not worry about taking another wide receiver for a few right. rounds because, you know, basically by pick 60, all the good running backs are gone. So, you know, <laughs> right. you've got to go early and often to get those guys. Well, especially in standard, they're going to go fast too, you know, and just the amount of wide receivers and the upside of a lot of guys uh, that are going to be available this year. That's why a lot of drafts I've attacked, I've attacked running backs very early on and looked at wide receivers later. Right. And uh, you can your point, Tyreek Hill just came off the board. Um, Let's see here. Who else is still on the board here? So there's, there's Kittle and right at the top of the list there, there's Marlon Mack who was on the recommendation list. Um, um, Well, Let's see here. Um, I mean, Dalvin Cook is still Johnson there. is still there. There's, he might make it to us. That would be a great. That would be a steal. Oh, look at that. So what do you think? You want to go uh, running back, running back on this thing? I, I think that's a pretty good uh, one-two punch there with those two guys. Yeah, I think so too because I don't really see anybody taking uh, anybody taking a lot of goal line. Touch. I mean, I know C.J. Anderson's in Detroit, but I think on Johnson will get goal line work. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So let's go ahead. We'll take carry on with our second pick. That's a nice – That's a, again, it's a nice steal because he's a long shot and we were able to get him. Um, so that's great for the team. Uh, now let's run to the third round here, and uh, the app is recommending T.Y. Hilton. Oh, that'd be a great pick in the third round, actually, You know, given that we didn't take a wide receiver to still get a wide receiver one. Um, obviously he's better with luck, but I think he's going to be good regardless. Uh, Brandon cooks is another good uh, choice, but his value isn't nearly as good. Leonard Fournette. If we wanted to go running back, running back, running back, that would be, uh, that would be what the uh, app is recommending here for the third round. Um, Fournette's value is great. Look, his value rank is 19. We're at pick 28. So that's, that's almost a full round of value. You're getting a, a second round guy in the third round. So that's, that's a good thing to, to look at when you're making these, um, you know, when you're making these picks, what, what are you thinking? Do you want to go wide receiver this round or you want to stay on the running back train? <laughs> I mean, realistically, we, we could stay on the running back train, but I feel like, you know, we're at the end of a tier with wide receivers and I know T Y Hilton's uh, going to be solid with uh, Andrew Luck and Andrew Luck seems to be fine at this point, but you can't ignore the consistent floor of Brandon cooks and that high powered offense with the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I and, mean, I, I think, I think and you know what, actually it looks like T Y Hilton was just taken. So that is, that's a bummer that happens in these kind of games. But uh, why don't we go with Cooks then, man? We'll go with the other recommendation. That'll be our wide receiver one. I think that's a great option. Now, see, here's the thing, too, that you could look at is we could take another running back or – and then well, you could take another running back and then look at, like, a Robert Woods, who's another guy that I'm high on in that Rams offense. Yeah, and, and that's true. But uh, Woods is probably going to be gone by our next pick. Woods is going right now pick 38. And our next pick is at 45. So his chances of making it to the next round are not <laughs> right. Uh, um, 
uh, the longest of long shots that he would make it back to us. Uh, but we did take Brandon Cook, so we're just going big on the Rams this year. I got no problem with that. I think they're going to be a great offense, one of, one of the best coach team teams in the NFL. So uh, um, I've got no problem with that. But let's, let's look at the fourth round now because we're moving along real quick. Um, the app now, now, how's the app making these recommendations? Well, basically, uh, I created what I call a VORC score, which stands for value, outlook, reliability, and consistency. And those are the four key stats that I like to look at when I'm evaluating players. And it's actually these four columns over here. Um, and based on how they score on each of these columns, they get points. And then those points are added up. That's the VORC score. And then I sort the list by the VORC score. So, um, you can see here in the fourth round, Brandon Cooks is listed here, but he is a long shot for the fourth round. But we already got him, so we don't need to worry about it. Um, it is uh, recommending Tyler Boyd, Mike Williams, or even Deshaun Watson if we wanted to go quarterback on this round. Um, as far as running backs in the first round, boy, oh boy, it is starting to thin out considerably. Chris Carson, David Montgomery, both long shots to make it back to us. I'd love to get either of those guys, to tell you the truth. I would love Chris Carson, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very high on taking a quarterback or either one of those wide receivers in the fourth yeah, round. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, they're good as fourth-round picks, but you're right. If, if Carson or Montgomery makes it, I would take them. Sonny Michelle, I'm not big on. I don't trust his durability, and uh, I actually prefer Damian Harris right now in drafts just because – you can get him so late, and uh, I think he's got uh, starter potential, especially if Sony is injured again, which he seems to get injured often. Um, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's look at players. Let's get him queued up because it's moving pretty quickly here. It's going to come back to us. And Stephon Diggs is out there. Well, Stephon Diggs is still out there, but he's not going to make it back to us. <laughs> it's one of those kind of things. Um, well, look, Leonard Fournette's still on the board. I don't know if he'll make it back. David Montgomery's right there. Josh Jacobs. Chris Carson gone already? Boy, I think Chris Carson already got taken. Oh, he did. Look, he got taken 34th. Yep. Um, but David Montgomery is there. Jacobs is going to see a lot of volume this year. Uh, I'm sorry, who is? Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually I had a draft last night. I was able to snag him. Uh, I had to snag him in the third round of, of uh, that draft. That I had a draft. Uh, it was an experts league, right? So those are always kind of crazy. Uh, but I swear they picked like uh, 20 – 27 running backs in the first 36 picks. I mean, it was like a really high ratio. And I thought I'd have some good choices coming back to me in the third round. And it was, you know, I got, I did get Josh Jacobs and I got Marlon Mack, but it's like, okay, those guys are good. But um, you know, it was way more picked over than I expected it to be. Right. <laughs> but um, Oh, let's, so I got those guys queued up. Let's, let's see here. So um, yeah. Lindsay, Michelle's gone. Diggs, Kirk, Ingram, Kirk Cooper, those guys all went. Yeah, it's uh, – they are – and Mahomes just went. This is about when you would expect him to go. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, in 12-team in leagues, what I like to say is I like to be the last person in, that, in the 12-team league to take my quarterback just because it's such a deep position and there's so many good options that are available late. After round 10, you can get, a, get yourself a great – quarterback do you have any favorites after uh, pick number 10 I mean I've always always been a huge fan of Philip Rivers I mean the guy's consistently top 12 he's a guy that I've been able to draft deep teams and then put him to and win championships I mean he's just always been very safe and he's a guy that I've been consistently be able to get round 10 and later and you know I'm with you on that you know waiting on taking a quarterback because I mean if you really think about it you know, it's 32 teams in the NFL, even if you have a 12-team league and everybody has two quarterbacks, right, you still have eight that are out there. So, yeah, you know, it's just you can always get a quarterback. It's our pick. I'm going to take Josh Jacobs because both Montgomery and Fournette got taken right before our pick. And Chris Carson, geez, when was he taken? It was just so super early, 34th. That's, that's so early. <laughs> Robert Woods went right after Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Robert Woods did make it to the pick, so you were right there. So, uh, all right, let's move on. Let's go to the fifth round here. Um, fifth round, Philip Lindsay, one of my favorite late, later round running backs. It's a, that's a solid RB2. Get him in the fifth round. I love the idea of going with him. And, and with these kind of drafts, man, I've been going four of my first five picks as running backs in just about every format I'm doing uh, just for depth and just because it, there's just nothing after round five that's worth anything um, as far as uh, fantasy value. Uh, what do you think about going with Lindsay for our next pick? 
So my thing with Lindsey, and, and I've been back and forth with him on Royce Freeman all year, is just that I think you're going to get better value out of Royce Freeman later on than you're going to get out of Lindsey. Right. I mean, the, the names on your recommended list, I mean, Tevin Coleman was one of them. I mean, with Jarek McKinnon going on the IR, Tevin Coleman, he's going to be the starter. However, it's it's going to be a pretty – I think it's going to be pretty split between him and Brita, but I still like Coleman. I mean, he was yeah. brought in there. He's familiar with that system. That's Shanahan's guy. So, I mean, Philip Lindsay, Lindsay, I just – I don't know if he's going to do what he did last year. And I think you can get, you know, similar production right. off Freeman later on in your drafts. Yeah, and, and Tevin Coleman's value has also risen a little bit because of the issues surrounding Jarek McKinnon. Yep. Who knows if Jarek McKinnon's even going to make the team. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I ended up having to take him because Philip Lindsay was already taken. My goodness, man. There's, there's just all these people sniping, sniping players early. I don't know what's going on here. Um, <laughs> where, <laughs> that's how it goes, man. Fantasy drafts got to have backup. That's right. That's right. You always have to have multiple options at each round. You don't want to get that tunnel vision. Right. So, exactly. Let's, let's jump to the sixth round here. And, uh, you know, we still haven't taken a tight end. Um, the app is recommending Jared Cook. Uh, also, Curtis Samuel, one of my favorite wide receivers to pick up in the middle rounds uh, just because he's getting just such fantastic buzz uh, on that team right now. Um, do, you, uh, do you have any preferences? Do you think you want to go tight end this round, or uh, what do you think? No, I, I'm a fan of punting on tight end. You know, I have late, later round flyers that I, that I take chances on. You know, I'd rather have the depth and stability uh, – you know, with the running back and the wide receiver position and look at quarterbacks and tight ends later on. Right. You know, I've seen a couple uh, wide receivers on that list there uh, that kind of piqued my interest. I mean, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. I mean, especially since we still only have uh, Brandon cooks uh, as our wide receiver. Right. So, um, you know, I've haven't been very high on him, but we saw good things out of him uh, towards the end of last year. And there's been a lot of good buzz about him this year. So, yeah, and also Robbie Anderson is a long shot in this round. He's he's also one of my I like Robbie pickups. Anderson this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that would be good. So Robbie Anderson's right there. Curtis Samuel's right there. Let's see if there's any other names that interest us. I mean, Tyler Boyd's still there. When AJ Green comes back, he'll be. Did he just get drafted? <laughs> he did. <laughs> I was going to say when AJ Green comes back. So they right. You start talking about a player, and then he disappears. I do like Jarvis Landry this year as well. Uh, you know, I just love that Cleveland offense. I think um, Landry's going to do great in that position, playing opposite OBJ. I think he's going to be much more efficient and effective um, than he was, especially last year. Last year was a big adjustment year, just because new team, rookie quarterback, new offense, all this stuff. He had to. He, he had to. Uh oh, it's telling me my internet connection is unstable. I hope that's not the case. Boy, I don't want this thing to poop out on me (laughs) (laughs) seems like it's working okay here seems like i have a strong signal i don't know what's going on i like jarvis landry but i don't know in a standard format he just doesn't have touchdown appeal you know what i mean and especially with obj there the way that nick chubb has been playing he just landry just does not doesn't have that appeal to me right in standard formats and we'll see if he makes it to us. He's, he's not trending like he's going to make it there. So are there any other wide receivers of, of interest? Let's see here. Um, you know, Robinson, I'm not sure if I really trust him. Lockett, no. I just don't think it's enough volume. Yeah, know. and that offense is going to go through the backfield this year, and there's no way that he's going to have the efficiency he did last year. Now, Alshon uh, Jeffrey is one that I do like. Uh, I, I think he's a great steal at this point. I think Philly is going to be a great offense, and this is going to be his – is this his second year in the team or third year? I think it's his second, right? Wasn't he? Um, I think this is his third year. Oh, is it his third year? This will be his third year, I think. But he's healthy and he's not, he's not dealing with anything. How, how's, it, how's it looking for? Yeah, so. Um, I mean, realistically, even here, what, what round are we in again? We're we are in, in round six. We're in round six. A.J. Green's still there. He's going to be gone the first four weeks of the season. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm really not interested in A.J. Green. He's also a receiver over age 30, you know, and, and um, just he has not been healthy the past few seasons. It's just not trending in the right direction for me to want to gamble on that. Okay, so a lot of guys did make it back. So Alshon Jeffrey, Curtis Samuel, um, still available. I got to say, 
Um, I think I got to go Alshon Jeffrey here. Curtis Samuels, wow, he's really moved up. He's just rocketing up the draft board right now. <laughs> well, I look at Alshon Jeffrey battling touchdowns with quite a few guys there to where Curtis Samuels not. Right, right. All right, we're going to take a chance. We're going to go with Curtis Samuels. I like it. <laughs> all right, all right. Got to take a chance. Now, go big or go home. Seventh round, uh, you know, it, it is kind of the round where I like to I like to get my tight end. Vance McDonald is kind of like my favorite target just because he offers really nice value. Tight ends are notoriously overvalued just across the board, but he is at kind of a sweet spot where his value is almost equal to his, uh, his draft position. So he's been like one of my favorite targets. Um, but you can see the app is recommending Cam Newton. Austin Eckler, Royce Freeman, and Eckler's another one who I really, really like just because, I don't know. I don't know if Gordon's going to play this season. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to meet. Um, what do you think? I mean, it's solely on him. You know, I think they've made it very clear that they're willing to move forward without him. So, yeah, you know, this is the last year of his contract, so if he's smart, he's going to get in camp and he's going to play in the season. <laughs> I know, I know, but but they're not going to pay him enough. They've, they've already told him they're only going to pay him like $10 million, which is a nice pay raise from what he would get, which is only $5 million. But, you know, he feels he deserves elite running back money, and the team does not. So but I the think there's is, an impasse though, there. The thing with him, and I'm sure they know it, is that he's very volume-based, and he does well in that system. And it's very hard to say how well he's going to do somewhere different, and especially if he doesn't see a lot of volume. So I think they know that, and that's why they're just willing to move forward, whether he wants to be there or not. I right. I expect Melvin Gordon to be back. I don't think he's going to pull Le'Veon Bell, but at some point this year he's going to be back. Right, right. So, uh, but, you know, again, he has expressed, uh, you know, he has expressed solidarity with what Le'Veon Bell did. And so that, that just makes me very nervous. It's something that's going to happen. So what do you think? Do you want to take Austin Eckler this round? I think that's a great steal. Or we can go with Vance McDonald. Uh, those, would be my, those would be my two choices. So, I me, mean, I'm a fan of punting on tight end. But I'm going to take Vance just because we're running out of time. Okay. <laughs> So we got our we we got our tight end. Um, so let's just kind of review what we got. So we got we got four running backs right now. We got Gurley, Carryon Johnson, Josh Jacobs, and Tevin Coleman. That's pretty nice. That's some nice depth mm -hmm. there. I like that. Um, wide receivers: Brandon Cooks and Curtis Samuel. Little bit uh, weaker than I would want, especially with Curtis. I, I prefer Curtis as like our third instead of our second. Um, Vance McDonald is our tight end. So not a bad start here. I think we're moving along, but we should definitely get ourselves another uh, wide receiver um, in the next round. What do you think? Yeah, we definitely need to look at somebody. And, and this is where um, – this is roughly one of the – there's a window of guys that I've been targeting. And we actually talked about this uh, on the DFS Dynasty pod that we did a couple episodes ago. This is just a window where you can get guys for value. And, I mean, if you're looking at your wide receiver three, four, five uh, on your team, you know, I mean, just looking at your list right there, Josh Gordon, mm -hmm. well, Marvin Jones, Dante Pettis, Corey Davis. I mean, Corey Davis is number one wide receiver with Tennessee, right? right. And it's very hard to say. Mariota's back. Ryan Tannehill's look good in preseason. Who knows who's going to start? But Corey Davis is number one wide receiver there, and he's got Adam Humphreys. Uh, to take some attention away from him as well. So yeah, I'm I'm not too big on Tennessee for receivers just because um, I am not a believer in Marcus Mariota. I think Marcus Mariota is not going to be the quarterback at the end of the, after this season is done. Um, I mean, Adam Humphreys is the guy I would take a chance on just because he's so cheap. He's available so late and he's a slot mm -hmm. guy and could benefit in that system. Um, what other wide receivers are available? Well, we're looking at jo right now Josh Gordon, Marvin Jones, Dante Pettis, Corey Davis on this round. But in the ninth round, you got players like Sterling Shepard, who would be a great, great as a ninth round pick. Larry Fitz, Sammy Watkins offers tremendous value. Um, I think we should definitely try to get Josh Gordon. I mean, despite all of his issues, he has massively upgraded that offense by just being there, you know. Um, and I was kind of surprised that he got reinstated, but he's obviously been working on it. Um, oh, uh, it was inevitable he was going to be reinstated. And actually, his ADPs climbed up to like the tenth round. Um, so, you know, we could take him. Chances are, 
he'll probably be there in the ninth or tenth round if you want to look at somebody else. But if you if that's a guy you feel comfortable with to add to Brandon Cooks and Curtis Samuel, I don't have a problem with it. Well, he's flagged as a as a reach right now. So what that means is that um, he's going to be a long shot for the ninth round. Is is what's probably going to happen. So it's like a fifty fifty shot if we wait around on him. Um, right. I like the idea. Let's just get Josh now, and then we could get someone like Sterling Shepard on the next round or Sammy Watkins. Um, those guys offer some tremendous value. Sterling Shepard, by the way, back at practice today. So I, I dropped his uh, injury designation. So I, I, he is good to go as far as I'm concerned. Um, well, that makes me happy because he's on my Scott Fishbowl team. So. Right. <laughs> and, of course, he got taken already. My goodness, this is a crazy draft, man. They keep, That's they how keep it goes. My players. Oh, look, yeah, he went 79th. Yep. Louise, let's hear Sammy Watkins still on the board after that. Sammy's still there, and of course, you know, I mean, Sammy obviously not a durable player, but playing on that offense, man, I had him last year when he was playing, he was productive. You know, you can't, you kind of can't help it on that offense. Yeah, you can't deny that, <laughs> deny that especially with today. I'm yeah. worried about Nicole Hardman uh, possibly impacting him. Yeah, you know, Tyreek Hill is out of the picture. Sure, I can see the the huge upside with Sammy Watkins, but I don't know. I have a little bit of concern about that one. Right, right. And there's and look, there's Larry Fitzgerald right there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Dante Pettis. My opinion of Dante is, has fallen a bit though, because he's been struggling during the preseason. You know, which is, uh, um, you know, which is a shame. Makes me like Kittle more, but um, uh, he's kind of been a guy I've been fading uh, for about the past uh, week, week and a half or so. Yeah, he's a guy that, you know, if you've been targeting or whatever and you didn't want to pay up for him before, uh, I'd, I'd buy him low now. Right, right. Oh, and hey, look at this. Austin Eckler still on the board. Yep. Mm, man, let's see if he makes it to us. Um, because that would be our fifth running back. Um, you know, we do kind of need wide receivers more. Yeah, I do like <laughs> Westbrook. Because I think he's just ultimately going to be the guy there, you know, a flyer in Jacksonville that I've that I've been taking way later. I mean, he's basically going undrafted as DJ Chark. I don't know how he's going to do, but he's like I said, he's a flyer. Yeah. Um, so who do you want to go with here? It looks like Didi might make it to us. I I love Didi, uh, even though right now he is injured, so he's like not being recommended on my app. But uh, you know, he is the number one on that team. That yeah, I don't have a problem with Didi Westbrook. Okay. So we got Westbrook, we got Watkins, we got Fitzgerald, we got Pettis. Oh boy, this is kind of a tough question here because I'm really liking Sammy Watkins. But let's let's go. Let's get Didi. All right, we'll, we'll get him let's as a third. And uh, oh shoot, did we not get? Oh, Josh Gordon. I totally forgot about Josh Gordon because again, he's buried on the draft board, and I didn't. Uh, uh, that was my mistake. Let's see if he comes no, back. No, I, I think he'll be back to us. Because, you know, we're going into – we're going to be going into the ninth round. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like I said, his his ADP has been around 10. So, I can see Josh Gordon getting to us at the ninth round. If he doesn't, then, yeah, you know, we could look at Sammy Watkins. We could look at Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, that sounds good. Look, Cam Newton's still hanging around. That's a good – that's a bargain at this point, man. I'm – I like Cam Newton's uh, outlook for this year. I really like the Carolina offense in general. I think they're great. Yeah, and Cam would give us a stack with uh, Samuel. I just my pro, I, Cam Newton has a lot of inconsistencies, and that's always been my thing with him, and why I've really stayed away from him. Uh, what concerns me more as he you know progresses with age uh, in this group is, um, you know, is he going to be able to withstand the game the way that he's used to playing? So that's a lot true. of uncertainties for uh, with Cam with for me. But don't forget, last year before he hurt his shoulder. I mean, he was the number two quarterback in the league, man, right after Mahomes. He was the second highest point getter. And, um, you know, th- that offense is just primed to do big stuff this year. And, and um, you know, it's, it's a lot of upside there that is very exciting. Look, he's still on the board there. But we'll go ahead. We'll take Gordon because we do need some wide receiver depth. And I think that would be a, a good addition. Yeah. I yep, he no made it to that. All right, great. Right there. So now we're going to go to the 10th round. So what, as far as – you you mentioned Rivers, right? Rivers is kind of like your quarterback of choice? 
I mean, he's he's one of a few guys. I mean, other guys that I'm looking at uh, later in drafts. I mean, like Ben Roethlisberger right there. I mean, it's kind of hard to ignore him. You know, obviously there's certain situations that you don't want to play him. If he's at home, play right. him. If he's on the road, eh. You know? <laughs> yeah, and I usually only take one quarterback. So that, that whole Jekyll and Hyde thing that Ben Roethlisberger does is not – uh, it kind of puts him off my list. He only is a two-star outlook, and so he's not recommended for me. Right. So Rivers, I love, and I love that offense. I think he's going to be very productive and very effective. Mm-hmm. We can get him in the 11th round. Um, let's see here. Who yeah, else? Rivers is usually like 10th round or later. It's consistently that they, that way, which, like I said, he's consistently a top-12 quarterback. Right, right. You know, Kirk Cousins falls in there. I, You know, Josh Allen I like as a backup quarterback that – you know, could potentially put up good numbers this year. Sam Darnold, same thing. Right. You know, second-year quarterbacks, but. So we are we are back in the – so we still got to make a pick in the 10th round, though. I think we should – like, I, I think going for Rivers in the 11th is a good is a good option. Yeah, um, there's still a lot of quarterbacks available. You, at this point, you got to keep building depth. Yeah, so if we look at the quarterbacks right now, look, Cam Newton is still hanging around. Lamar Jackson, that's a guy that I like. I, I really want to take a chance on Lamar in at least one of my leagues this year. I'm real excited to see what Baltimore can do. Um, but there's Dak, there's Ben, there's Philip Rivers. Jared Goff is another guy I like. I mean, he's going to yep. be, you know, he's just has three great receivers. He's going to be very effective. Kirk Cousins um, is out there. Yeah, but let's, let's look at the other players before it comes back to us here. So, 10th uh, round. So, it's recommending Mark, MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who's a player that I, I very much like here in later rounds, although we've, just, we've now taken four receivers. I don't know if we need another one. Uh, Keelan Ballage, who's making some noise in camp and, and looks to be kind of in the driver's seat of that backfield. He's certainly yep. going to have a role. Jalen Samuels is a guy uh, has a lot of upside uh, just because, you know, if Connor gets hurt, he's a guaranteed RB1. Guaranteed. I mean, so, you know, that's – and I think he probably has some standalone value this season too. They're going to be utilizing him a lot in the offense. Um, do you have Does any references it? there? Do you see anyone else on this list that maybe is a little bit in, uh, interesting to you? Uh, well, Kalen Balaj, I wonder if, if he hangs out another round or two. Uh, you know, you look at Jalen Samuels. I think he does have standalone value this year. I think we're going to see a different Steelers offense this year as opposed yeah. to what we've been used to. Um, you know, and like you said, if Connor goes down, sure, he's he's going to be plug in. He's going to be a stud. So I do like him for running back depth. Uh, there's really – let's see here. Hmm. Who else do we have on yeah, the – Kalen Ballas just uh, has already been taken. Yeah, and Kenyon Drake went a couple rounds ago too. So Kiki Cootie's another guy that I like, but, you know, we're not targeting wide receivers right now. I mean, if you look at if you look at the running back list, what are, what are we really facing here? Well, let's let's take a look. Let's just filter for the running backs, and we'll take a look here. So, uh, Brita, not really a guy I'm interested in. Howard, again, very crowded backfield. Duke Johnson, don't even bother with Duke Johnson, man. He he just moved to Houston like last week. He's got to learn a whole new uh, game plan. I what think he'll be do? fine. I don't trust at all. He's let's go, Jalen. He's the ah, best oh, guy on the board right now. right there. Singletary is right there as too, but he's a little bit later. We might be able to get him. I mean, if we wanted to take him, we could probably get him a little bit later. But, yeah, but I think Devin uh, Singletary is going to be starting anytime between. Think that's going to happen. It's still such it's so crowded right now in that backfield. I got to see someone get cut first. <laughs> It'll happen. Trust me, he's going to make that happen. <laughs> I, I do like Singletary's upside. I do like it uh, for sure. Uh, Philip Rivers. So let's let's get ourselves a quarterback, man. We need to get ourselves a quarterback. We don't want to wait much longer. Look, Lamar Jackson's still on the board. If he makes it to us, I, I would. I, I like I said, rolling the dice. Oh, you know, it doesn't matter. He's gone. He just went. <laughs> he just the went. The thing I like about Philip Rivers is he's safe. He's yeah. about as safe as you're going to get. And we're sitting here right now in the eleventh round. Philip Rivers or Jared Goff? I, I don't think you can go wrong with either one. I know great options both. that are going to put up points, and they're safe. They have safe floors. You know, again, we just built a lot of depth. I mean, looking at our roster right now, we have Brandon Cooks, Curtis Samuel, Todd Gurley, Carryon Johnson, Vance McDonald, Josh Jacobs. Uh, who else do we have on our roster there? Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, Tevin you Coleman, Tevin Coleman, Dean Westbrook, Westbrook, Josh Gordon, Jalen Samuels, right? So, all right. So, who's your pick, Rivers or Goff? Goff seems to have the higher projection, and you know we've got we're rolling with the with the Rams, man. You want to take another Ram, or do you want to go for the Chargers? 
I mean, you, you get the stack with Goff, but I don't like stacking that many players. I'd go Rivers. Okay. I think that's a safe move. But I because now because Goff is now also one of my favorite round players. So, uh, yeah. all right. Let's move on to the 12th then. So, uh, here the app's recommending Terrell Williams, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen. I got to say, I, I've been a big fan of Terrell for this season. I think he's got a ton of upside. But all this drama with A.B., I – I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to play this season. I don't know if he's actually going to suit up and play. Do you think he's? You think it's going to happen? Because with AB playing, Terrell is has good value and can be really effective. But without AB, I'm, I'm just not interested. <laughs> AB, yeah, AB's going to play. I mean, he, he'd be leaving entirely way too much money out there. I mean, he's getting paid a lot to be on the field. He just filed, and he's back at practice, but he filed another grievance with the NFL. Right you know, with the helmet situation, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, he's going to play eventually. He's just playing the game right now. It's annoying is what it is. Yeah, I, I was yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> all in or all out. Just make a decision, man. Just go yep. with yep. whatever you want to do, but stop stringing us along like this. I can see how yep. they're just very much fed up with his uh, antics right now. Um, you know, uh, oh, did Singletary get taken? I wonder if Singletary got taken. Let's take a look here. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, he got taken. Well, we kind of figured that was going to happen, um, and we got a you know this long gap between our our picks anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see here. I mean, none of these guys really. I mean, when you look at them, none of them really thrill me at all. Maybe Jordan Howard, just because he is very good, and and I think, but it's going to be a again a very crowded backfield, and and. Uh, oh, Jordan Howard, I think, if anything. Oh, he's just gone anyway. He just got to take goal line touches. Right. Yeah, the Miles Sanders is going to be the guy there. Um, uh, another guy that I do like, remember how we were, I, was, I was dissing Sony Michelle earlier, but Damian Harris, man, I do like him a lot uh, at this point in the draft. What I like to say is uh, every time I've taken a New England running back before pick 100, I get burned. But every time I take one after pick 100, he works out great. Like last year, Sony Michelle, I got him at, at pick 100. Um, or James White, was it like pick 145 or something like that? And, boy, both those guys did great. And so now we're sitting here, and Damian Harris is the one running back in that field that's available late, you know? Right. <laughs> so I put him on the queue. I put him on the queue. But, uh, you know, uh, look at that. Goff's still on the board. Mm-hmm. Man, you just don't need to go early on a, on a quarterback, man. You, you don't no, you do not at all. No, not really. I mean, you know – Looking at wide receivers, I mean, Cortland Sutton's not a flashy name, but, you know, he's a guy to look at. Uh, who else is available at wide receiver right now? Wide receiver? Let's take a look. You know, Sutton, Sutton, Miller, Crowder, Crowder. Now, Jamison Crowder, you got you got to keep in mind with Adam Gase and what Jarvis Landry did when he was over there, right? Yeah. What he's been doing in the preseason – I I don't know if the the Anunwa train is uh, has stopped. You know, I mean that guy is very he's been good when he's on the field, but he just had some serious health issues. So you got to look at, uh, I mean, Cortland Sutton, Jamison Crowder. I I don't want anything to do with the Denver receivers just because it's Joe Flacco, man. When was the last yeah, time Flacco made a fantasy relevant upside, receiver? <laughs> Yeah, Joe Flacco's never really had a relevant receiver. Right, um, exactly. That's that's my point, man. So, you know, you got Sutton, you got Hamilton, and it looks like someone just took Sanders. Yep. I think they're all dead ends this year. But let's go ahead. We'll take Terrell. We're going to bet on the fact that Antonio Brown will be there. He'll be playing across from Antonio Brown. I think he has Michael Crabtree upside if that happens. So uh, I'd love to see it, and I think he, I think he's a great late-round pick. Derek Carr's got to get it together. But I like Tyrell, though. I've taken him in, in a few drafts. I don't mind him, especially that late. So we're moving on to the next round. So Tyrell Williams, look, he appeared at the top of two lists. And what that means is that his draft pick, see, he was a reach here, little reach hands, because he's at pick number 149. But our next pick is 148. So it's it's not quite a long shot as it's a 50-50 shot, but I call it it's like a two-thirds shot that he'll be available. He's a little bit better, but it's still – kind of chancy so we got Terrell so we're good there look there's Damian Harris my fave so uh you know we could pick him up John Brown um another nice value player available late that you know if you want to take a chance on the Buffalo receivers uh, he'd be the guy to pick 
Yeah, it'd be John Brown or Cole Beasley. John Brown, I think, is going to have your your better shot at your deeper touchdowns and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, Cole Beasley, I just not uh, – okay, so Damian Harris did make it back, so that's great. Let's go ahead and we'll, we'll grab him. Okay. Um, but uh, Cole Beasley, you know, he's never been fantasy relevant. That's the thing. He, he's, he's maybe for like a couple of games during a season, he'll yeah, but Josh fantasy relevant, but he just mostly just sits outside that realm. And, you know, going to a team like Buffalo, I'm just not thinking it's going to happen there. <laughs> oh, Josh Allen's been targeting him pretty hard in the preseason here. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. I, I mean, I, I'm just, you know, again, that team is going to be run first. There's not a lot of volume there. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the eternal issue with uh, low-volume pass offenses and receivers on those teams. You know, it's just really hard to make them relevant. Oh, look at that. We filled our bench. All right, so all we have to do is, is take a defense and a kicker. So that's cool. All right. So um, as far as defenses this round, oh, look at that. Buffalo Bills are a long shot. But, boy, I would love to get them as my defense this year. I think they're great quality. Yeah, I think they're going to be good this year too. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, look, and here's Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, all Both those guys, great early season schedules, man. Dallas, they get Giants at home, then they go play Washington, and then they come back home and play the Dolphins. That's a pretty awesome early season schedule. <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia Eagles, they, they, go, they start at home at Washington, then they go play Atlanta, which is not that great, and they're back at home against Detroit. I, I, think, I think those guys are – those guys are real good choices. And then Buffalo, Buffalo also has a really nice early season schedule. So they start with the Jets. I know they starts with the Jets. Then um, they're at the Giants and then they get Cincinnati at home and then New England at home and then Tennessee. So um, pretty nice early season schedule there as well. It's certainly, that does not scare me. And I think they're going to be really good. Yeah, I don't mind the Bills at all. I, they're actually... They're a team that actually in two dynasty leagues, two startups that I did this year that I drafted like way late, like last pick because everybody looks at Buffalo as like, oh, it's Buffalo. But when you look at the defensive side of the ball, they generally have a fairly decent defense. Yeah, and if the offense is a little bit better this year, that's going to take the pressure off the defense as well. They'll oh, yeah, better. absolutely. So, and I think they will. I think it's going to be a much more effective offense. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, but again, here's another thing, man. You just don't need to go in early on a defense because there's good options available late. And I just typically, oh, look, the Bills just got taken. Well, they were a long shot anyway to make it to us. But, um, you know, there, there's always good options available late. And there's always good options on the waiver wire if you're going to stream, if you're just going to stream defenses. There's always going to be good matchups. You'll be just fine if you go that route as well. You don't need to spend early on like a Chicago or a Houston or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I always – my last two picks in any draft I do is my kicker or my defense. Yeah. And sometimes I'll punt on them and just draft extra players and then find out who my weakest link is and then I'll stream people. But, you know, you look at San Francisco to me as a sleeper defense this year. Atlanta, well, look – That's an interesting pick. They dealt with a lot of injuries last year, right? So if their defense is healthy – you know, Dan Quinn there, former DC, he's got, he's, he changed that defense around when he got there as the head coach. So you really got to look at that as well. I mean, those are two defenses to not sleep on. Right. And, and uh, I don't know who they I, off the top of my head, I do not know who they play first, you know, Atlanta shoot. I yeah, don't even know who their week one either. team is. You I know who their opponent you. is off the top of my head. No, yeah, I, can't, <laughs> I can't think of it either. But, uh, okay, so Dallas and Philly are still on the board. What do you think? You want to go Dallas? I think that's a, I think that's a great choice. Yeah, you can go Dallas. All right. I just love those matchups. I think it's going to be a very productive defensive game for those. Uh, yeah, the matchups are good. I wouldn't look at them season long, though. No, and I hardly – like I said, I hardly ever draft a, a defense for the season. I'll just stream it. But the right. first three weeks, they're good to go, man, as far as mm -hmm. I'm concerned. Um, so now we got to pick a kicker. I don't know if you have any preferences. What I like to say is uh, just grab a kicker from a good offense that plays in a dome. So, you know, yep. Brett Maher, Giorgio Tavecchio, Dan Bailey, Matt Prater, all those guys are good choices. <laughs> you know, Matt Prater's done well for me last couple of years, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't great last year, but he, he has always been a go-to kicker of mine. Um, but uh, do you have a preference here for any of those guys or someone else you see on the list here? I'm sure he's already taken, but I like um, – I'm drawing a blank on his name. The Saints kicker. 
Oh yeah, he is gone. Will Lutz. Will Lutz, that's what it is, yeah. yeah. Another so. guy, even though it's it's not in a dome, um, and I'm sure he's gone too, is uh, Tucker, the kicker from uh, Baltimore. Yeah, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker's gone. Yeah, but let's let's go. You know, one thing I like is Giorgio Tavecchio. I mean, I'm I I believe in the Atlanta offense. They have like 12 games in a dome this year. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot. And you know, with with uh, Dirk Cutter being back there uh, as their OC, I mean, he he was there before, right? So he's you know everybody in that. Well, not everybody, but most of the guys in that offense are very familiar with him. You know, you know it's it's going to be another high powered. Uh, Atlanta offense so yeah anybody in in that offense I would be targeting this year for the most part sounds good so let's review this team so it's our standard points team we picked fourth so uh, we have Phil Rivers as our quarterback Brandon Cooks Curtis Samuel uh, Dee Dee Westbrook Josh Gordon and Terrell Williams as our wide receivers that's a nice wide receiver core right there nice and deep um, we got Todd Gurley carry on Johnson Josh Jacobs, Tevin Coleman, um, Jalen Samuels, and Damian Harris as our running backs. Again, that's a that's an outstanding core there. It's really mm-hmm. good. I, I, I like that a lot. Vance McDonald's is, is the tight end. Dallas is the defense. Tavecchio is the kicker. What do you think? No, I, I like the team. I, I could see me taking a couple of these guys and probably moving to uh, upgrade a little bit at the wide receiver position, but – you know, it's definitely a good team to to start with. There's a lot of guys that have safe floors, and there are a lot of guys that um, I'm expecting uh, to get some touchdown volume this year. Right, and and you know, because it is standard points, you know, yep. I I would only be starting two wide receivers every week anyway. So you know, um, we could try. You know, you could try to upgrade, uh, but I'm pretty comfortable with who we got there. I think you know, oh, yeah. right off the bat, if Gordon's going to be starting week one. Put him in there with Brandon Cooks as your wide receivers. I think you're good. I mean, yeah. I think it's, that's going to be a a, a good uh, duo. So, uh, but uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, just so you guys know, uh, go to my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. You can try out the app yourself, see if you like it. And if you do, you can subscribe and unlock all the features of the app. Um, oh, you know what? I didn't even talk about the filters. I was going to talk about them, and then we didn't because uh, we engaged – Jimmy's recommended player filters. I got all, I got over 30 different filters available that can uh, help you. Uh, what it does is uh, you set the criteria for your players. And if it, if someone on the list doesn't meet that criteria, they're cut from the list. So uh, Jimmy's recommended filters does things like takes out the low consistency players. If their consistency rating is less than four. Um, if they're dealing with an injury issue, if they're on a new team in the top 50, if they're an overvalued running back or wide receiver, and if the running back's over age 28 in the top 50 or the wide receiver is over age 30 in the top 100, it also cuts them from the list. So uh, it's, it's one of those things that, that helps you. And there's, there's all these different options you have to, to craft your draft list without having to memorize, you know, 80 different running backs yards per carry. <laughs> you know, that's actually a pretty impressive algorithm there. I mean, that's a lot of stuff to sort through. And that's, I mean, that's a lot of information that people don't think about, you know, and, and it's very beneficial when you're going through a draft uh, regardless of the format and how you want to attack it. And that's one of the most important things that, you know, you really need to know going into any draft that you're doing, uh, whether it's redraft, whether it's keeper, whether it's dynasty, regardless of the scoring format, is how you want to attack it. You know, what are the things that you value? And, and to be able to go through there uh, and filter through and really break that down uh, to the players that you really want to target, that's, that's very beneficial. Great. Well, thank you very much, uh, Steve, uh, for, for letting me on your show today, and I appreciate it. And, uh, uh, you know, I enjoyed doing the draft with you. It was a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. You know, and, and again, like Jimmy said, you know, go to fantasyfootballmaverick.com, you know, check out uh, his, you know, my perfect fantasy draft kit tool because, I mean, realistically, I mean, it, it is. It really offers a lot of things for you guys to do. To, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, to take your draft to that next level uh, and win yourself some championships. You know, go there, uh, sign up for it, use promo code uh, ESF. Uh, that knocks what three dollars off, Jimmy? Three dollars off the app. So uh, it's normally nine ninety five. So you can get it for right. under seven bucks. 
It's a, a one-year subscription, unlimited usage, so you can use it on as many uh, drafts as you're in the season. How many drafts are you in? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I have two coming up, and I've already done five dynasty drafts this year. So, <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's hardcore. Um, yeah, I've got uh, – well, I just did my first one last night, which was great. A lot of fun. Nice. Um, it oh, was a 10-team PPR league, so it was a nice way to dip my toe in the water and get ready for it. But, um, yeah, I have like six more drafts to do before the season starts. So um, it's a busy schedule starting next week. No, that's awesome, man. You know, and, and again, uh, you know, I know I'm going to be pushing this to, to a lot of people because, I mean, realistically, you know, if you can get a customized list of teams – in a matter of seconds, especially when you're in the middle of later rounds and you're not really sure what, what you need to be doing. Uh, you know, this is, this is definitely a way to go. In- interesting, interesting work you have here, Jimmy. I like it. Well, thank you very much, Steve. I appreciate it. And uh, uh, I guess we should let your pro- your viewers go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, thanks again for having me. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, have a great fantasy season, everybody. That's what we want. Everybody to be a yep. winner. Absolutely. Good luck to you all. And uh, I guess before we sign off, Jimmy, social media, man, where can everybody find you at? Oh, well, again, go to my website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com. Uh, I also have uh, both Inst- an Instagram. You can search for Jimmy Maverick. Uh, that's J-I-M-M-I-E Maverick. Um, on Facebook, you can find me under My Perfect Fantasy Draft, the name of the app. Um, and I also have a YouTube page where you can watch me uh, do various mock drafts using the tool uh, you see how it how we use it to find players that's also under the name of jimmy maverick that's awesome jimmy so you guys heard it go check it all out and again use promo code esf so uh without further ado uh jimmy it was a pleasure drafting with you uh and you all have a good night thank you very much good night take care yeah eat sleep fantasy you rocking with the best NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. Fantasy.